You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. We're talking about flirting without being creepy. We have the ultimate cheat sheet. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a live and I here extracted the audio from the live so you could hear it and you could learn all about how to flirt and how to flirt without being creepy. I know guys struggle with that. They're scared of that. They don't want to come off creepy or weird or strange. So today should solve that for you. And it's going to be very, very helpful. I also answer some questions from people who end up coming on the show and also answering questions from people who are writing into the chat when I did the live. All good things that you're going to learn some stuff about in terms of everything dating beyond just flirting. This is a great time. I haven't done a live like this, a solo live in a while. It's been a lot of doing the panels with the women, which I know you guys are enjoying. I do hear some feedback from you. So that's good as well. But uh, but yeah, we need to sometimes do a solo episode. We're just us. We're diving really deep into the advice that I know that you guys want to hear. Quick announcement. I talked about this on last week's Weekly Wingman. The boot camps over at Trip Advice, I call them live training boot camps, are now live themselves. That means that you can now get on a call with us. We can chat with you, talk about the boot camps, talk about the sign-up process. We have various cities across the U.S. We're doing L.A., we're doing Vegas, we're doing Austin, we're doing Miami. More cities are going to be coming out too. I know some people have asked, are you going to do any in Canada? Are you going to do any in Europe? That is the ultimate goal. We're not doing those quite yet, but if you do fly over to the U.S. and you make a trip, you can come to some of the most fun cities in the country that we are holding these boot camps. And so if you go to tripadvice.com slash live training, you'll see all the specific dates. We are always updating that. We're telling you on there how many spots are left. We're also giving you the specific dates and updating with any new dates that are coming on there. So if you want to do a boot camp live training where you go out with a coach and you end up doing a lot of approaches and you join a group of guys who are also doing it too, and no, we are not slamming these these um these boot camps. That means it's not going to be one coach and 10 guys. It's going to be about four or five guys. So everyone gets a lot of time. And on these boot camps, we're taking some professional photos of you to help you with your with your dating profile. We're talking about flirting, of course, as well. Just jam-packed, fun, full weekend where you walk away with a skill set of being able to approach and get over your approach anxiety, learn how to flirt and get numbers. Go to tripadvice.com slash live training, hop on a call with us so we can chat with you about how it all works. Now, here is my live where we talked about flirting without being creepy. We're giving the cheat sheet for flirting. We're talking about flirting in the sense of what is flirting but how do we do it so we don't come off creepy? What was the reason for wanting to do this topic for tonight? I've been hearing a lot of kind of red pilly stuff about the fact that, you know, women only find men they're not attracted to creepy, which we are going to be talking about that today. So I've been seeing a little bit of that and I'm thinking about the idea of like creepy, like what does it mean to be a creepy guy? You know, some people think even just getting dating advice from someone is a creepy act, which of course it's not. Uh, 
learning dating, learning social skills is super, super important. But you have to know how to do it right. I don't think, here, here's, here's the real thing. The guys who are creepy, like the actual creepy guys, those guys are not going to be here watching this, trying to get dating advice. So that means if you're watching this, by default, I'm sure you're not a creepy gentleman or else you wouldn't bother to learn how to meet and attract women, right? I think that the guys who are the actual creepy, like not good dudes, weird dudes, they are creepy because they they don't care. They don't understand social dynamics, interactions. So just to make you feel a little bit better, when guys are asking me, I just, I, you know, how do I not come off creepy? I don't want to come off creepy. Most likely you're not. But today, as we go over this material, I will make sure that we minimize any sort of act of you being creepy whatsoever. Does that sound good? Okay. Let's dive in. So what is flirting? Of course, you might already know what flirting is, but the actual definition in itself does tie into this idea of whether or not you might be being creepy or not. Flirting is in itself a subtle act. It is not an overt, overt act. It is a subtle act. So what does that mean? That means when you're flirting with someone, you're not putting too much of your intentions out there. Okay, You're not pushing yourself too far. You're not trying to escalate too fast. So inherently, if you're doing flirting right, it is subtle, which is going to help with any sort of creepiness factor coming on too strong, right? So just know that inherently flirting at its best usage is when you're showing this slight interest, when there is going to be a moment inside of her head where she's going, I think... He's interested. It seems like he is. I'm not completely sure of his intentions. This sort of middle ground, I think he likes me. I think he doesn't. It's sort of mysterious. It's sort of vague. That is the place where flirting exists. And that is where you are doing it correctly if you are doing it in that way. Okay? Anyone asking questions right now? We're going over material, so I won't be looking at those questions. However, I will be going to some Q&A after we finish today's material. Okay, so flirting, again, is subtle. I always like to, to use the term and uh, the phrase flirting with death. I always say that because that kind of helps us understand a little bit. It's like, okay, what happens when someone's flirting with death? They're not doing something so dangerous that they're actually going to, you know, where death is happening, but they're close to it. So it's like flirting. So flirting is this kind of like, we're sort of showing this interest, light interest, subtle disinterest, the dance, the mating dance. This is what we do. This is what flirting is. So when we do it overtly, which again, it wouldn't be flirting, but if we're showing too much, too fast, lots of escalation, then it's obviously going to be creepy. And then at that point, you're not flirting. That's just not what it is. 
Make sense? Good. Okay, let's move on. To the main kind of thesis here, do women find men creepy if they're just not attractive? So it's possible. I don't completely disagree with that statement where men online saying like women are, you know, women say, you know, don't approach me. I don't like when when men approach me, it's creepy. And then the definition behind that or what she's really saying is, no, I just don't like guys who are unattractive who are approaching me. And that's where it becomes, you know, creepy in a sense, where if you were just a little bit more attractive, then at that point, everything would be fine. So listen, you can always optimize your look. You can look as best as you can. You can work on your grooming and your style and do as much as possible to be as physically attractive as possible. That's the best you can do. After that, then we work on our behavior. Then we work on how do we behave in a way that's going to be the most attractive or flirt, we can say. And that's where we do our best. And if at that point, she's just like, oh, I don't like when men approach me. Okay, well, then you'll end just you'll end up just getting rejected and you won't have much time there. But what could happen is you could go over there. She might not be initially interested because she might be saying to herself, you know, I'm not, not really physically attracted to this guy, but she's giving you a shot. Maybe this is happening like at a bar or something where you guys just social, you're chit-chatting, conversation is going on. And then you are giving yourself more time. This is, of course, if she's rejecting you, that's one thing. But if she's not rejecting you and she's entertaining the idea of talking to you and you guys are chatting, the more time that can go by with you guys chatting, her obviously willingly chatting with you, the more time that's going to be going by, the more chance what? She gets to see your behavior. She gets to know you better. You get to show her, hey, I'm this cool, confident, charismatic, chill dude. And you're starting to flirt with her. And she's starting to get to know you. And then all of a sudden, your behavior starts to show its way through, even though she might not be super physically attracted to you. There's a lot of women out there who have said, you know, my boyfriend, my husband, this guy I went on a date with, he's, and I hear this all the time. Okay. I hear this all the time. You know, he wasn't like the guy I'd normally be with. He's not the kind of guy I, I would normally go for, but I don't know. I kind of like him. And that basically means, okay, maybe she's not super into him physically, but the other stuff makes up for it. But also, side note, you never know. You know, when we're talking about meeting a woman in person, like if we're doing like approaching versus online dating, you have to give yourself a shot to be approaching and talking to as many women as possible. Because sometimes, even if you don't think you're an attractive person, even if you don't think that you're attractive, she just might or I should say you just might be her type. Women have all kinds of types. It is not just like one type of guy that you have to look like 
in order for her to be attracted to you. There are various types of men. I've heard it all. I've heard of all different kinds of shapes and sizes and looks that women are into. And so even though you might think you're not conventionally an attractive person, you give yourself a shot to talk to enough women, you never know what's going to happen. So more time equals more attraction. This is also the reason why a woman doesn't sleep with you right away. Normally, women will not do that. Why? Why would a woman not normally do that, but a man would? Men and women are attracted to different things. So when a woman is with a man, she needs to have that trust built. She needs to have it so she can feel safe around you. And trust and safety come with time. So attraction happens over time. It takes a little bit more time, which is why, again, more time equals more attraction. All right, more to the practical side of things. Let me give you some openers that are across the line, across the board, not creepy. These are the ones that I teach my coaching clients. These are the ones that I've used you could just use, and you'll never have to think of a pickup line ever again. It could literally be just this, okay? Right in front of you. Hey, just wanted to come meet you. Just saw you over here, wanted to come say hi. Or I don't love this one, but I threw it out there. Sometimes it calls for it. Like, that's a cool blank. Or you're commenting on her dog, or you're commenting on anything that's kind of happening around you or her that's going on. That is totally fine to what I call use as a situational opener. However, a lot of guys really look for this. They a lot of guys really like situational openers, and I get it. You want the situational opener because it's an indirect opening line. It's not direct. Hey, I wanted to come meet you. Hey, I just saw you over here and I wanted to say hi. Where those can get you potentially rejected faster. You're putting yourself out there a lot more and it's a lot scary to do it. So I understand you might not want to use that, but if you can't, like if there's no moment where you could be saying something like, Hey, that's a cool, whatever, or she's not walking her dog that happens to be the same dog that you have or whatever it is that's so easy to comment on. If that's not happening, I don't want you to be scared or left in the dark and then not say anything. And then boom, you don't have any openers to say. So these are the most, well, it's funny because as much as today is kind of about, you know, us not being creepy, um, these are still the openers I would teach you anyways. I'm not just going like, oh, let me teach these guys the non-creepy ones. Like, this is it. This is the way to do it. It's the way to start any conversation. Okay, so uh, someone asked on TikTok, I'm here late. Which do you recommend? If you're talking about the openers, I recommend out of all three of these, uh, the second one, if I had to say. If I had to say one of these, I would do the, the second one. Just saw you over here and wanted to say hi. I might even throw in the false time constraint, which is two seconds. So two seconds, just saw you over here, wanted to say hi. 
False time constraint. Old, old, uh, <laughs> old pickup lingo, which is basically when you when you're going up to someone and saying, "Hey, two seconds," or "Hey, I just had a minute." It's uh, salespeople actually do that too when they're on the street. Hey, do you have like twenty seconds? Can I have twenty seconds of your time? They'll say that because it's making you feel like, "Hey, we're not going to get into this long conversation," and then your guard goes down. So you could totally use that false time constraint. Hey, two seconds. Just saw you over here. Wanted to say hi. And then continue on with conversation. Okay? Cool. Makes sense? <laughs> Someone said TikTok. Stack the FTC with the opinion opener. Yeah, you're, yeah that's definitely the, the pickup lingo right there. Opinion openers. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't hate an opinion opener. If you're going to use an, an opener that's not this and you want to get a woman's opinion, but it should, you know, it's the, the best way this is going to go down is you're going to have an actual, like you actually want her opinion. Not just like, oh, I learned this opinion opener online and she's going to react to it really well. And it's the same opinion opener that you use to every woman that you talk to. You know what's going to happen to, let's say you did get, let's say there was like this magical line that was like this opinion opener and you started to use it with a bunch of women and let's say you got a good response. Eventually you would get so bored of this opening with the same line. Oh my God, you'd get so bored. Like you wouldn't care. You wouldn't be present anymore. You'd be, you'd be asking her her opinion on something and then you just wouldn't even be listening to what she's saying because now you've done this like 20, 30, 40, 50 times maybe. And it's actually going to make it harder for you and you're going to be more bored in conversation and it's going to go against what you're really trying to do. Uh, should we shake her hand when we meet her or no? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. There's just no reason to. Like, wait. Wait to, to break the physical barrier. Also, there's something really business-like about that. Almost as if you are trying to sell something. So I, I don't like the, the handshake in the beginning. Does it mean if you do that, then it's going to go wrong and then she's just going to be turned off and run away? No. But yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Okay, cool. So this is going to go against a lot of stuff you might have heard. I get a lot of questions from guys. How do you, how do you escalate? Physically escalate, sexually escalate. How do you do that? And I don't, I have, of course, I've got a bunch of YouTube videos on this and TikTok videos and, and such where I actually show you how to physically escalate demonstrations. And those are great. You should use those. I've made those for a reason. However, you don't need to. You actually don't need to. You don't need to do much escalation in the initial approach. Not talking about when you're on a date I'm more talking about when you're doing that first meeting her. You don't have to. If you naturally are a person who's kind of like, it's funny because this is kind of a creepy term, but it's also a common term, like touchy-feely. You ever heard that term? Oh, I'm a touchy-feely person. If like that's who you are, you just, you're very comfortable with being physically physical with strangers or people then maybe that works for you. Then that might work in initial approach. But if that's not you or you're just too nervous, if you try to do that, if you systematize it too much, 
it's actually going to it's going to work against you. And it's going to come off creepy and it's going to be a little weird. And here's the good news. You don't really need to do that. That's not 100% necessary. I went out with a client. We did a, uh, which I'm going to be talking about in a second, by the way. I'm actually really excited to announce something. But I went out with a, a client, I don't know, it was maybe like a year or two ago. And we were going out and we were doing some approaching. And he approached like 40 women in, I don't know, we were out for like six or seven hours, obviously with, with breaks. But he approached that many women and he didn't do any physical escalation. He got a ton of numbers and he got a bunch of dates from those numbers. So if you're nervous that you're going to be creepy or it's going to come off weird, you don't, you don't have to worry about it. You don't need to do that. So when in doubt, don't sexually escalate. You don't need to. Next, just grab her number. That's it. So you're in conversation. It's working out. You're doing some flirting. All's going well. Grab her number. And if she likes you, if she's attracted to you, then you'll be good. It, I make it sound so simple. I remember when I was learning this stuff many, many years ago, and I'd hear people say this, and I'm like, well, you make it sound so easy. It is once you get going, once you start to do this kind of stuff, it becomes a lot more second nature. Okay. All right. So flirting. Let's talk a little bit more about that because that's what we're talking about. Specifically, you have to understand that when you're flirting with a woman, the approach, the approach is, is flirting. Bottom line, when you're going over and you're approaching her, when you're starting a conversation with a stranger, she knows why you're over there. Now, if you do the opinion opener, if you do the opinion opener, then not so much. She might know. She might not be sure. I don't know. Even if you do the, hey, that's a cool blank, and you're just kind of starting conversation. That's why I don't love that one either, even though I'm still giving it to you guys, because I still want you to you know, get out there if you can, if these are too hard. But yeah, if you use one of these two lines, hey, two seconds, I wanted to come meet you, or hey, I wanted to come over here and say hi, she knows what's up. Good. We want her to know what's up. I'm very much always talking about the direct method. I like the direct method the most. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit biased. I've, I've had the most results with that. My clients have had the most results with that. You know, being direct is going to make her understand that you are flirting. We want her to know that you are flirting, that you're interested. I like that as a way. I like that as a way to uh, to show your interest rather than, I'm skipping a little bit here, but rather than this, I tell guys, easy on the compliments, easy on the compliments. I'd rather her know in the subtle fashion of, okay, he's interested because he took the action to come over and talk to me. Now let's kind of see what happens. 
I always like the tease. I teach that a lot. Whenever people ask me, like, what's the practical stuff? How do you flirt? Besides going over and starting conversation, like what are the flirting things? I like the tease. That's always the best. I love the push-pull statements. That stuff is going to show the interest. Also, simultaneously show the disinterest. So what that means is you are basically saying to her with a few different statements that you have interest in her, but you're not vomiting, I like you, oh my God, you're so cute, you're so pretty, wow, I wonder if a girl like you would ever go for a guy like me. We're not doing any of that. We're not doing any of that over-complimenting, needy, nice guys, self-deprecation stuff. We need to stay away from that. So I'll give you a, f- a few examples. I mean, you can see them here, not you, TikTok, but you can see them here, and I'll, I'll say them out loud in just a bit. The lines that you could say that are examples of a push-pull statement but what you have to understand is you need to do something something like that after the rapport is built. You can't just be like, I mean, you could, but it's it's normally when you're learning this process, it's not going to go that well for you. Because it's a little bit like this cocky funny. If you ever remember David D'Angelo, he coined that term cocky funny, which is great. And that's what the examples of these are. Cocky, funny, push, pull, i.e. interest, disinterest, combination. And when you're throwing these out there, you're showing that you're interested, but it's not too much. It's like a little arrogant, but in a funny way. Hence, cocky, cocky funny. But anyway, that's why you want to do it after rapport is built or else it's going to come off too much, where she's going to be like, why is this guy saying these weird things? I don't even know. I don't even know this guy. Like we, we've barely been talking to each other. It's, like, it's weird. It's, it's a weird social move. So the lines are, there's something interesting about you. I can't put my finger on it. So that's like showing, okay, like there's something interesting about you. And then the next one, a little bit more cocky, funny. You know, you know we should hang out sometime, I think. I mean, you might be cool enough to hang out with me. Again, cocky, funny messing with her, teasing her a little bit. If you can get just some push-pull statements down, a little bit of teasing down, and then you wrap that up in just normal conversation, everyday BS, kind of small talk stuff, with really good eye contact, super charismatic, super comfortable, and then you just repeat that over and over and over and over and over, you will see a lot of success. It does not need to be more complicated than that. A lot of guys make it really complicated. So, cool. Let's keep going and we'll answer your questions here soon if you guys want to come on live, which we haven't done that in a while and I really want to do it because it's fun. All right. And then if you're watching on Instagram, TikTok, and you want to come on, and answer and get a question answered live with me here on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash tripadvice, go to the live, and then you can click on the link that I'm putting in the comments and you can ask a question live. All right. So easy on the compliments. I've already said that, right? I would even go as far to say no compliments at all. Not needed. Not needed. 
There's a time and a place to compliment a woman. She's heard it before, especially if you're approaching like a super attractive woman. How many times has this woman had a compliment? So it's going to be white noise. She's not going to hear it. It's not going to do anything. And in fact, it might be hurting you rather than helping you because women want to chase. They don't want to be chased. Compliments is chasing. I'll say that again. Complimenting is chasing. So we don't need to do that. Now, okay, you might say, Trip, isn't that a compliment when you say there's something interesting about you? Not really. I don't know if that's a compliment. Compliment is saying something, wow, you're a really interesting person. But if you're saying, ah, there's something interesting about you, I can't put my finger on it. It's like you're saying sort of, there's something sort of I like, I'm not sure. That's a push-pull statement. That's not a compliment. The more types of these in an interaction the better. Now, body language says it all. Let's talk about that. And then we're going to go into texting and talk about that too. So body language says it all. Your body language is also going to be a way to flirt. How do we flirt with our body language? We flirt with our body language by facing her in conversation. A lot of guys are very nervous to do that when they're going and approaching women. They won't face them. So you need to face her. You need to give her eye contact. You need to look her in the eye. When you're doing those things, that's body language that's showing interest. Therefore, again, no need for all the compliments. And now, again, more flirting. We're flirting with her through our body language. That's all you need. Look at her in the eye, speak to her as if you were talking to her, not like she's this person you're half in conversation with. It might be some of the most common advice that I give. I only do it and I say it so much and I'll continue to say it because I see guys messing this up all the time. And it's this, the reason why they mess that part up of facing her in conversation is the same reason why a lot of guys really like to use this line because it's indirect. And I get it. I get it. I know why you're doing it. It's a little bit nerve wracking. You don't want to get rejected. You're really putting yourself out there when you're being more direct, when you have body language, that's more direct, but that's the way to do it. Otherwise, You end up with this mentality that you've probably had your whole life. Not very assertive, not very dominant, a little bit more submissive, more nice guy. Not taking risks, nor putting yourself out there. And then you don't really get anywhere. Women want to be with a man who is decisive, who is assertive, who is very good at making, taking action and making decisions and knowing what he wants. This is the type of behavior that women are very attracted to. So this is going to come off in everything. The way you talk to her, the way you face her in conversation, which is what we're talking about. The way that you go up and approach her, the way that you open the conversation. All of that is connected. Okay. Last. So texting and flirting and avoiding creepiness. 
You want to know the best way to avoid being creepy over text. You just don't try to flirt over text. I don't know what other dating gurus are out there. There's a lot of new ones these days. Some good, some not so good. They might teach you a little bit about flirting over text. You know who flirts over text? Women. Women flirt over text. Are you a woman? No, you are a man. Let her flirt if she wants to. Attractive men don't need to flirt and send emojis and wink faces and hearts. You, you just don't need to do that. Yes, look at, look at my, one of my best students here on TikTok, Double MU, who says, you boosted my confidence with regards to approaching and closing. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Cool. Yep, that's it. That's it. Just use texting to, to get him to meet up. You guys know that. We've been through that one. That's going to avoid any errors. The best way to avoid errors over texting is by not texting so much. Do you ever, how many of you guys, just show of hands, just say I in, on Instagram, TikTok, on YouTube, you've texted a girl and then you sat there and she didn't like respond and you, and you go, oh man, I shouldn't have said that or I said something wrong or maybe I made a mistake. By the way, I, I'll say I have done that 100% <laughs> too many times. Not where, not where you made a mistake, where you sense something and you go, oh, I think I made a mistake and you're kind of freaking out about something that you might have said because it might have been an error. Have any of you done that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not fun. Guess what? I'll prevent that for you right now. You don't need to do any of that. Texting to meet up, no text convo. With exception, maybe you guys are, have been dating for a while. You know, I mean, in the, in the very beginning stages of dating, it's just not necessary. All right. So speaking of approaches, speaking of meeting women in person, speaking of flirting in person, speaking of not being creepy, doing this correctly, getting numbers, building attraction with women in person versus online dating. I am very pleased to officially announce that we are doing approach boot camps. And we're doing them all over the country. And we plan to continue to do them throughout the year. Right now, we have a bunch of dates up. I'm going to show them to you. So this is our live training page, tripadvice.com slash live training. This is actually sold out. So we have to put that copy there. But the, the Vegas one is sold out. That one's March 1st to 3rd. We got a Miami one, Austin, LA, and then another Vegas one. This is not for the whole year of 2024. There are going to be more dates but right now, this is through the summer, what we have. And then once these start to get, into, uh, they, once these get filled up, we'll add some more. So on TikTok, guys, it's tripadvice.com slash live training. So what is this for? This is our live training program that we're doing all across the country where like some, some companies used to do, they don't really do them anymore. We realize that a lot of guys really want to do this is actually get a coach to work with you 
and a few other guys and train you in person. So for example, we have one happening in Vegas, March 1st. It's a group of about five or six guys. We keep it small, at least for now, so you can get a, a lot of attention. It's Friday day, Friday night, Saturday day, Saturday night, and Sunday day. It is a full weekend of approaching women. We're also going to take pictures for you for your online dating profile. You're going to have a coach watch you do approaches, help you with flirting, help you with escalation, getting numbers, actually giving you tips in real time to get over your approach anxiety, which I know can be tough for guys. Sometimes it's really nice to be able to have a coach actually watch you in person. So we are running these all throughout the country and we will continue to do more throughout the year. You can stay in touch on this page if for some reason you look at these dates and you're like, I don't know how you could look at these and all of them wouldn't be good for you. But um, we're going to try to put some more in other cities as well. But these are some of the main cities we're going to stick to. We'll, we'll definitely go out and do some more, but we like to do some of these more fun cities, Vegas, Miami, things like that. Um, there will be a Chicago one that we'll do. And we'll definitely repeat. Like I said, we'll repeat some of these. So go there. When you press the sign up button, so the sign up button is going to take you to a calendar. The calendar is going to be where you guys can book a time to then chat with myself and my team. You can pick a time to chat. And uh, I'm doing some of these calls. So you might end up on the phone with me. And this call is to talk and, and teach you more about how the bootcamp works, see if it's a good fit for you. We have a lot of different options. And I'm just really excited about it. So go there and then you can answer a couple, a couple of quick questions. You'll get on the calendar and we'll chat with you. You learn so much. You walk away. I mean, it's a boot camp. So you walk away having approached a ton of women. And then you can take that skill set, bring it with you when you are actually approaching women in your town. It's a fun weekend, amazing camaraderie. You meet some cool guys and you're just able to do a lot in a small span of time. So if you want more information, tripadvice.com slash live training. Cool. We'll take some questions now. I'm answering questions. Someone asked, Trip, what is the hardest thing on today for dating? What is the hardest thing? Um, online dating is, is, is tough. Uh, if, you, if you don't know what you're doing, online dating can be really tough. I'm not saying it's impossible, but that's online dating was a lot easier about five years ago. Now it's so oversaturated that it's it's tough for a lot of guys. And that's because there's a lot of um, competition and you have to have an amazing profile and you have to know what you're doing and you got to put a lot of work into it. We do help with that, by the way. We do have a, a, another coaching program that helps with that too, but you can get better at that. As you see, I'm trying to type something out and talk at the same time. That's a good question. On TikTok, what's your remedy to approach anxiety? My remedy to approach anxiety, besides joining the boot camps that we have all across the country now, is actually going out and doing smaller approaches. 
So doing smaller approaches. What does that mean? That means that you're not going to be, if you're too nervous to use the direct lines that I talked about today, you can use whatever you want and start really small. That's what helped me. I started off really small, like literally saying hi and then walking away. I started off so small in order to just get over that initial fear. It's a good question. Okay, so best places to meet new people for dating. The best places are going to be online. If you know what you're doing, it can be very successful for you. Online and then in person, it could be bars, clubs, lounges, shopping areas, touristy areas. As you can see, I just named a bunch of places where people hang out. That's what we want. We just, all we want is volume. So the places where volume can be had are the places we're going to go. Virtually, the volume is online. You could do some Instagram dating, but it's very, very high volume, but low conversion. Uh, We did have a super chat. Thanks, Scotty. Appreciate it. Number one thing I learned from Trip is you have to approach as many women as possible to generate as many dates as possible. You got to have an I don't care mentality when approaching and approach on sidewalk, grocery store, coffee shop, gym. Yep. That's what I just said. Good. Good student, Scotty. All right, Michael, we're going to add you. What's up, man? Hello. Oh, what's up? Where are you calling from? Or calling? Where, uh, are, you, where are you joining us from? North Africa, Tunisia. Nice. How old are you? Uh, 28. Cool, man. What's your question here for me? I have the situation. That, the uh, situation? Uh, can I like talk about uh, someone else, like someone else's problem? Because it's like in my head. He wanted like the solution. You know what I mean? So you're asking a, you're asking a question for a friend? Um, kind. Uh, my, myself too. I have to, like two questions. Yeah, go ahead. Just ask, just ask away. Ask whatever you got. Okay. The one uh, of the guy. Uh, he, ha- like he, 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 wa- he has a woman. To, he has two years with the, the woman. And he, he knows, he lo- he, she loves him and he loves her a lot. Okay. So lately, he suspected uh, she like, uh, cheated on him or something like that. So he conf- confronted her and she said to him, like, gaslighting, did some gaslighting to him. She focused on the reaction that he suspected that she cheated on him. Understand? So who's suspecting of who? Uh, he's like, she does like, she talks to him all the day. Uh, the men, the men, yes. Okay, so he's suspecting her of cheating because she did what? Because uh, he uh, he passed by the the home and he didn't find the car there at night. So she, he's become like, uh, and she doesn't answer the phone and something like that. So he drives by her house at night? And he saw yeah. a car, and then he calls her, and she doesn't answer. Yeah, and he calls her sister because her sister lives with her. Oof. Okay, sounds like a uh, a, re- a real rough relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, 
So the, the, the question though, let me talk about now what's happening. She blocked them from all the so, social media, from uh, number, everything, everything. And she uh, walks uh, front of his restaurant. Like uh, she's uh, kind of uh, looking at him, like doing like uh, giving him attention, seeing his reaction. But they're broken Understand? up. So she, she's blocked him from Facebook, from all, even the number. He called her. I, I told him, call her. And she's uh, like uh, blocking him from the number too. So the question, he, he, he's like, he, he's uh, 45. Understand? And she's yeah. 12, 37. He says, he says to me that she, she's like, uh, the strong independent woman that uh, ha- she has a kid, by the way. I didn't uh, like mention that. Okay. She has the kid from another man. So he he's like in love with her. He tried a lot of experiences like with different women, like at least... Uh, okay, we need to fast forward a little bit. So what's the question? The question, how we can back with her? He wants like to marry her, to marry no. her. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't. Why? Don't get that. Well, he Why suspected he her. He suspected her of cheating, right? Yeah. They broke up for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a. a I'm really black and white with this. I'm not really one for get trying to get and fight for these relationships that are already really messy. So the solution you cannot be back with her. There is no to back in contact with her like. He's like showering her with the gifts and he's like the Valentine's. Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's over. It's over. And also all this neediness that he's probably showing is yeah, is making her even more unattracted. So he's digging himself an even deeper grave. So there is no solution. Huh? There is no solution. Huh? There is a solution. There is a solution. You have to move on and you have to learn from what happened in the relationship so then you can move on to find someone who's going to be better for you and then learn how to do the process better. And so the solution, I, I, I thought, yeah, sometimes the solution yeah, is, is to just move yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. But he said like, you know, he doesn't want uh, the headache that comes with, uh, he, I said to you, like he has a lot of experience. He even like uh, uh, get uh, with a 25 years old girl, woman, and she's like stripping him from all his money and stuff and he get in the therapy and he did a lot of experience and that woman I took the problem with, that's why he sticked with it. It's because he's like seeing her that this is the one that uh, yeah, he wants like to marry, that, to fix. That's, a, that's the case of one-itis is when we we fall so deeply for one woman that we can't see out of that. And no, 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 you, no. He's not, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it one night. He said just he wants that woman and uh, he want, like, doesn't want to play around a lot and he's tired from like girls. Oh. And, uh, you know, that's why he, okay. and she, yeah. she's 36. She's 36. He's 45. And he's like, you know, the, the age and he's matured a lot and he, he has a restaurant. He has his own business. He wants like, 
he doesn't care about girls and he doesn't want to be like get that's uh okay all right fine i, I mean I, i'm not i'm not here to convince him otherwise he doesn't have hey. to if he's unless he has a unless his question is how do i because he's know, women <laughs> he's in my head like he's talking to me every every like uh, day and talking about send this situation him, send him man. man send him to i don't know what to, to tell him man. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's yeah. not your problem. Um, but even though he is your friend, but still, if he can't, uh, if he, you know, there's nothing to say to someone like that. Someone who's in that mindset, you cannot they, change him. You cannot change him. Um, it's really hard to change people that aren't willing to try to make change. Yes. So, all right, Michael. True. Thank you very much. We're going to go to some other questions here. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you, man. Take care. How do you deal with a mother hen that is blocking guys from approaching her hot friends? Great question, Lauren. When you're doing an approach, when you're, you'll, by the way, you will, you will learn this in the weekend boot camp because this will probably happen when you go and approach a woman and then there's that one woman who is kind of cock blocking a little bit. You want to, first of all, you don't, you want to approach not the group. You want to approach the girl that you're interested in who's in that group. You approach her. And then when the mother hen or the woman who comes in who's trying to like block you, you have to be super nice to her. I've seen this a lot. I've experienced this a lot. You actually want to be super nice to that woman. And you actually want to kill her with kindness. You almost actually want to even go nice guy because if you go too assertive, too combative, she'll come back and try to be combative against you and it blows up. And yes, I've also had that situation before. So you definitely don't want that. You kill the friends with kindness that can allow you to then focus on the person that you're trying to focus with. I mean, obviously, you're not going to just be mean anyways, but I know that some women can, you, you'll get this. Some women can be really harsh. The friend will come in and be like, who are you? Why are you talking to my friend? Who are you? We don't know you. She's all drunk. Even though you've been talking to the girl for like five minutes, 10 minutes, and the friends come in. And then sometimes that will happen. And then the girl you've been talking to won't necessarily stick up for you right away. She won't go, hey, hold on. Hold on, Jen. This guy, I like this guy. You've been talking. She might just be like, she wants to see how you're going to react. And then all you do is just be super nice. Say, yeah, you're right. I haven't even, I haven't even met you yet. What's your name? There you can actually take your hand. If you've been watching since the beginning, you can take out, take your hand and, and shake her hand. So yeah, there at that point, you can be super nice guy. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I haven't, I haven't met you yet. What's your name? Cool. How do you guys know each other? Oh, you went to school together. Nice. Okay. Where'd you go to school? Look stupid, easy, dumb, get to know you, bop, bop, bop questions to put the woman at ease. That's a good question. Someone asked on TikTok, is 25 too late to make an IG from scratch? I think you mean an Instagram. No, it's never too late to make an Instagram from scratch, if that's what you mean. 
Yeah, those of you who are joining me on TikTok, you're watching, this is a dating coaching. If you lock eyes with a girl for longer than three seconds, hey, TK, what's up, Tony? Um, if you lock eyes with a girl for longer than three seconds, strong sign to approach. Ooh, a strong sign, signs of strong. Um, yeah, definitely. Even if you didn't hold eye contact with the one for three seconds, you see a woman you want to talk to, you just go over and say hello. Actually, a woman who is overly influenced by friends is a red flag. If a lady has bitter, unpleasant, unsurprisingly single friends whispering in her ear against her happiness, run far away. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, if they're all like that, but you, you got to remember, I'm not saying, I, I don't think guys should ever settle. So disclaimer before what I'm about to say here. I don't think guys should ever settle, but we don't have as much natural volume. So if you meet a woman and she's cool, I mean, you, you should just see it through, see what happens. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you end up going on a date with this woman and all of her friends are just terrible people, they're bad influences on her, but you won't know that right away. I wouldn't judge that so fast. Might as well get a date out of it. How to approach girls at a rave or any place that's hard to listen to always with her friends. Yeah. So with approaching at like loud places, clubs, things like that, you're going to actually want to go up kind of close to her. And the thing is, is it's actually a lot easier to do that. It's a lot easier to do that in that kind of environment because people are close to each other anyways. And if you're trying to raise your voice, which you should be doing to get her to hear you, it's going to be normal to be close to her. So you're just going to be close to her and you're going to be saying whatever you're going to be saying. And you got to remember, don't get caught up with if she's with her friends. Don't get caught up. If she's with her friends, just don't worry about that. Just go up to her and start the conversation and then see what happens. See what happens after that. And then you bring in the friends and talk to them as you need to. How long does it take to get the hang of dating? Asks Cola Jim on TikTok. The hang of dating. If you're really actively dating, you're starting to go on dates, actual dates, like you're getting dates, probably just about a month. After a month, you'll start to get used to it. You'll start to be a lot less nervous when you're, when you're talking to women on dates. And what's cool is you, you start to get into a groove. And once you get into that groove of dating, once that happens, then you can start to really zero in on what you're looking for. Because in the very beginning, we're a little bit nervous. We're trying to give off our best impression. And naturally, you're going to be doing that. So you're going to be so much more focused on yourself. And then once you get used to it, and it's a little bit less nerve-wracking, then you can start focusing on her and who is she and what is special about her or not so special about her. And if you're just joining us now here, you can come on live. And it would be cool to chat with you. The link is 
in the comments. Why do women like when you don't break eye contact first? Sign of dominance? Yep. Sign of dominance, but also it's a sign of comfortability and confidence. Because if you're looking away, you look nervous and you're not really able to maintain a connection with her. What does it take to get into the category of high value or a catch as a guy? Interesting. Someone just actually commented and said something about that. Um, all approach advice must start with a man leveling up, lose weight, dress like an adult, be better groomed, read and expand your vocabulary, improve your career. Um, yes and no. I do agree. And Galatron, you actually, someone here in the chat did kind of just sort of give an idea of what a high value man is like. Dressing the part, acting the part, making a good salary, having a network of people that you can rely on. You're not a loner. Um, you don't need to. You don't need to have that before you approach. And I'll explain why. Some guys ask this. This is a good, this is a good topic to get into. Because I get this a lot. Like, Trip, I'm not, I'm very new to dating, or like I still have a lot of stuff to figure out, but I want to do some dating. Should I just completely hold on dating and like don't go online, don't approach women? I mean, I'd rather you when you can when you have the energy like to really put in all of your energy into it. But here's the thing when it comes to like approaching women, approaching women is really hard and it's hard for a lot of guys. It's not hard to learn. You'll get it. It can be simple, but for a lot of guys, it starts off as very hard to do. So it's easy to put off. So if you wait too long, if you wait too long to approach then you're really just not going to get the hang of it. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying is that, you know, if you you know, if you don't have your shit together and you're going to approach, you're just going to get rejected. What's the point? Well, maybe you should be realistic. And if you're listening to this and you can know, be realistic about what your results are going to be when you do try and approach. But at least you're still building a habit or skill set of approaching, which can take, it's got a learning curve to it. It takes a little bit. It's a little bit hard to get that figured out. So I'd really want you to try and get that figured out rather than wait too long. It's nice if you can. You know what else a high value guy does? I was just on the phone with someone. We were, we were talking about this, not in the in the sense of high value, but we were talking about this where we weren't saying this in terms of high value, but I was teaching him and talking about Time management, and it is one of the most underrated skills. Time management is one of the most underrated skills. We should learn that in high school, in college. We don't really. I think we learn it passively, maybe through our parents a little bit. But you have no idea what you're capable of. You can totally, totally be able to accomplish many things at once if you have time management skills. So if we're talking about in terms of dating and also you're trying to get lose weight or get a good job, all these things, there's a lot of hours in a day. So yeah, you're right, Galvatron. There are a lot of people who are lazy out there. 
And so that is one thing you'll have to do is you'll have to get out of that mindset. That's a whole other conversation. The lazy guy is not going to be able to effectively have time management skills because once he manages his time, he might not be able to execute on everything. So what I was talking about on this call I was doing the other day with someone who was, who was interested actually in joining this, the live bootcamp. He was asking, well, should I, should I start? Should I join the bootcamp? Should I start doing this stuff now? I, I have, I'm working out. I just joined a whole other program. I'm trying to lose weight. I said, dude, you could do this all at once. It's not easy, but with time management, you could do it. All you have to do is figure out what your goals are, write them down, figure out from there. You know what we could do? Let's do this. Let's write this out. I'm going to show you guys what time management can look like. This is going to help you with a lot. So let's say you have goals. Okay, what are your goals? You want to meet more women. You want to get in shape. You want to look for a new job. I'm just going all out. Look, imagine someone starting off from scratch. Meet more women, get in shape, look for a new job. Uh, but you also have that hobby you really like doing. Okay, this is already a lot. Let's even throw in some, what else can we help me out, guys? What else? What else could someone be working on in their life? Maybe you're maybe friends hanging out, right? So hanging out with friends, meal prep, buying a house. Thanks, TikTok. Okay, let's stop there. This is a lot. Financial stability. Yep, that's going to be um, in this kind of career thing. Okay, so let's just say you're a guy who wants to, well, if you're trying to get a new job, you're probably not buying a house. But let's just say, let's delete that. Let's say that you, you're, you're fine financially. You're trying to buy a house. So you're a guy who goes, man, I have a lot I want to do. I want to meet more women. I want to get in shape. I want to still do my hobby that I really like to do. But I got friends I also like to hang out. Don't want to leave them. I got a meal prep for the week. And that has to do with also getting in shape. And I'm looking for a new house. God, that's a lot of stuff to do. How the hell do we make this all work? You have to figure out in each of these, how many hours and what days you would actually be doing all this. So meeting more women, that takes, um, let's say that that's 30 minutes swiping per day. And let's say that's three hours of approaching on the weekend. That's a lot. This is good. That's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot there. Uh, get in shape. You're going to the gym three times per week. Let's say. Your hobby, let's say you're doing that two times per week. Friends hanging out, let's say it's one time per week. Meal prep, that's one time per week. Buying a house, that might be like 30 minutes per day of house hunting and maybe like two hours on the weekend of actually looking at houses. Okay, it's a lot. 
This is for someone who's also working like nine to six, let's say. Okay. So how do we fit all this in? Watch this. Okay. So we got 30 minutes of swiping per day. We can do that. Uh, We can do that every day. Bear with me here. So this is like legible for everybody. Okay. So that's going to be, you could do that at night. Let's say you do that at night. So that's, let's say, uh, I don't know. It's 9 p.m. for 30 minutes. Okay, cool. I'm not going to copy and paste all of it, but you get it. And then, so, okay, this is crossed out. Okay, that's done. Three hours of approaching on the weekend. So you'll do that Saturday, three hours of approaching. Okay, so now you got that all done. Cool. Get in shape two times per week. Okay, so that's going to be probably a morning thing. So morning workout, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This is just an example. You don't have to do it this way. Whoops. Monday, Wednesday. Yep, I know it's going to be a packed day, but again, what else are you doing with your life? What are you doing? You're just doing drugs all day and you're just what, partying all day or just what, scrolling, non, like, non, like looking at nothing wrong with TikTok and YouTube and all that stuff. <laughs> We're on that, right? What else are you doing? Um, great. Hobby twice per week. We could do, I don't know what your hobby would be. I guess it depends, but let's just say you're doing your hobby. How about on those Tuesday, Thursday? Those times you're not working out. My hobby right now is Legos, by the way. I'm not even kidding about that. I'm building a piano. It's pretty cool. Okay, friends hanging out once per week. You could do that Friday night. Friends. And by the way, this is a lot that someone's working on. Meal prep, that's Sunday. You could probably fit more stuff in. That's done. Buying a house, 30 minutes, you can do that at lunch. Or you can do that after you swipe. You could do that every night. So same thing. Um, but you get the idea. You could do that every night. And then two hours of looking at houses and you can do that. Um, let's see. Did I, oh, did I put the approaching in? I don't think I put the approaching in. Three hours of approaching. I did not do that. Three hours of approaching on the weekend. Oh, I did. Okay, that's on Saturday. You can also do an hour of house hunting uh, on both days, on Saturday. Maybe you get off of work early. You can do house hunting on Friday. You can do it on Sunday. You can probably fit more in. So imagine you're doing all this at once. I'm not saying this is easy, but this is time management. So what you do is you put all this in. You put all this into your schedule with times. 9 p.m. Meal prep is at 7 p.m. or whatever on Sundays. House hunting, I do that at 12 p.m. You put that in, and then what you do is you wake up and you execute the program. That's it. That's how you do it. Again, I know that's not easy. I know that you know you can put it all on paper, but then yeah, you got to stay motivated. Trip, what do you think about online dating apps? It seems like girls just want to window shop and think of it as a game of cat and mouse. Yeah, maybe. I know someone who would agree with you in the chat. Um, yeah, it's possible that that uh, women are doing that. A lot of them are, but let's not worry about what women are doing. I know that's a really big conversation. There's YouTube channels dedicated to the conversation of what women are up to and their problems and faults. 
Yep. There's a lot of that, but uh, let's just can, let's just focus on what we can control. What can we control as men? And if your answer is nothing, we can't control anything as men. Women have ruined it all. You should, I don't know, give up. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You're right. Good luck. Or we can just not have that mentality. It's a very ugly mentality. You're just going to be really upset. Like all this, like all this red pill stuff, guys. And I do believe some of it. I'm not saying I'm not even, I'm, I'm partly red pill. I do understand and understand how female nature works. It's not even a question really. It's just like the facts, but a lot of people get fired the F up over it. And it just destroys them. And then you feel like crap all the time. It's like, what's the point of that? I don't know. I don't know if that's the life you want to live. How do you keep motivated motivated yourself on dating? Sometimes it's upsetting and not getting results or good signals from women. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I get it. Uh, motivation is one of the toughest things. But if you're not getting good signals from women, if something's going on where you're not getting the results you're looking for, you're not working on the appropriate things. So something needs to change. You need to be working on something differently or changing something to get those results. This is why we have live training. This is the exact reason. Thanks for the layup, Alex. This is the reason why we have a coaching program. We have this for guys who can't see what's going on with themselves, why they're not able to get the results. It's hard to see what you're doing right and wrong. That's why we hire coaches, trainers, and people who are experts to be able to point out what's happening so you know how to get better and get results. It can be really hard to do it on your own. So if you don't want to do it on your own, you have two options. You can join one of our live boot camps where we train you in person how to meet and attract women. We also have an eight-week virtual coaching program. And you can book a call with us to chat about signing up for that at tripadvicecoaching.com. If a girl after a first date starts to ignore text, act a bit, what to do? Is she playing games? She's probably not games a month. She's probably not interested. She's probably not interested. And if that's the case, yeah, girls aren't, women aren't really playing, aren't playing games. They're usually just not that interested, to be honest. Jonathan, if you're still here, you sit on TikTok, you could put on there finding a stylist. Yeah, that doesn't even take that much time. Taking Finding a stylist could take you about two nights. That's about it. So I hope tonight helped. We talked about the ultimate cheat sheet for flirting. If you're just joining us here, you could uh, watch this. This is going to be live on the channel. So you can check out the cheat sheet that I gave for quick guide to flirting. That should help you out. What makes the difference between the successful guys that work with you and the other guys that aren't? Good question. That's from Cola Jim. Glad you're still here, man. What makes someone successful in our coaching program and others not successful in the coaching program? We have a 95% success rate. It's probably higher at this point. might be like 98. I say that because once in a while, very, very seldomly, people are not successful in our coaching program. The reason why that happens 
is because they don't do the work. See, in the coaching programs that we have, we give you the homework. We tell you exactly what to do. We're like, this is what you should do in your dating profile. This is how you should approach women. We hold you accountable to do it. We teach you how to flirt. We have some secret techniques that I can't go over here, but we can go over on a call that we can explain to you how we get you better with approaching. Uh, DJ Walls, he did the coaching. But yeah, we, we discuss all of those things on a call. And we, like I said, hold you accountable. We hold you accountable to do all these things. And it's just a matter of doing it. It's funny. It sounds so, so simple. It's like, oh, so the people who do well in your coaching program just do what you tell them to do. And yes, that's exactly right. We've had some people come in and they're just like, nope, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. Not in that, not in that exact attitude, but they just don't do it. I don't know. Maybe they're just throwing money at a problem, hoping it will get better, but it doesn't. So, but the good news is, is the amount of work you're going to do in a coaching program is going to be significantly less than the amount of work that you're putting in right now to meet and attract women. Should texting be only used to set up dates and should we not watch girls we date Insta stories? Yes, texting is only used to set up dates. We said that earlier. You weren't here. And should we not watch girls we date Insta stories? No, I wouldn't actually watch girls Insta stories. Nope. I know it's a little gamey, but I just wouldn't do it. I would not do it. I don't like it. I don't want you to be her fan. I want you to be busy doing other things. And hopefully you are because I just gave you, if you've been here, if you're new here, you don't know what I'm talking about, but we just went over an entire lesson time management of how to have goals and then place them in your calendar and then execute on them. You life could, if, if your life, if you're successful in your life, you're probably pretty busy because there's a lot of things that you could be doing and working on. It's almost endless and it's really fun because then you get to just become more high value guy, learn more skills. Life becomes easier. There's a saying that says, when you do life the hard way, life becomes easier. When you do life the easy way, life becomes harder. You know, the easy, easy way would be sin, sitting at home and mindlessly scrolling, not learning, being lazy, and that doesn't get you too far. And then life becomes really hard because you put no work into it. And then you go, what the hell have I been doing the past year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? You ask yourself that question and it becomes very painful. TikTok user says, girl dumped me after a third date, said... There's no romantic connection. Any advice for me, Trip? Thanks. Yeah, man. I mean, advice in which there's a lot of ways that can go. Um, that Guys, most third dates you're going to be on, that's going to happen, by the way. That's going to happen. Most third dates are not going to move to a fourth date. You're going to have more first dates then second dates, more second dates, then third dates, more third dates, and fourth dates. And it gets increasingly smaller 
Even myself, I've been on a lot of dates. How many 10th dates can I say I've been on? That's probably in the single digits, easily, for sure. For sure. And just know that you're just not going to have that connection with every single person. For those in their early 20s that can't afford a house and live with their parents still, how can living at home change the dating dynamics? Thanks, Trip, for going live. You're welcome, Tyson. Good question. Good question. Well, okay, you can't afford a house. Can you afford, can you at least get out of your parents' place and split rent? Can you go find some friends? Can you sublet? Can you sublet somewhere? Sometimes when things are hard to figure out, pretend that you have put yourself in a top. This is how you can force creativity to get better answers. Set a timer for 10 minutes and pretend at 10 minutes. I don't know. If you, you'd have to you have to go in debt ten thousand dollars on the or you figure out this answer. Then that forces you to come up and be creative. Don't judge yourself and be creative on the kinds of solutions that you can, can come up with. I just gave you a couple. Tyson. In what way could you somehow, somewhere be able to get a place? That's one idea. Or the other idea is you don't. You keep saving up till you get your own place so you don't have to live with roommates. That's fine too. So dating is going to... You know what's interesting is women will will really backwards rationalize why they should be with a guy, even if there's some of those things. I mean, I had times when I was not in the most attractive living conditions and I was still able to date the kinds of women I wanted to. All because when she's with you, you're pulling on those emotional strings and you have her attracted and she's really into you. I'm not saying that's going to happen with every woman. Some women might be like, yeah, this guy lives at at home, but that doesn't mean you're done. In fact, try not to even ask any questions until you've experienced it. So Tyson, go into the dating scene and see what happens. I'd rather you say to me, hey man, so I live with with my parents. I've been approaching women, I've been going on dates and all these girls just reject me the second I say I live at home with my parents. I want that. Let's have that happen 20 times. I want to see that 20 times. Someone said on TikTok, I think something like half of young Americans live with their parents now was in the news. Yeah, so if that's the case, if that's the case where half the young Americans live with their parents, you never know. Maybe you're going on these dates with these women and they're just, it's just normal. And they might not even care. You're assuming that they might care. They might not even care. Honestly. You don't know until you actually try. You know, it's like I get the question a lot. How do I approach a group of women? I want you to approach a group of women first, mess up, and then come back and say, okay, so trip. I went out. I approached like all these different groups of women, and this is where it went wrong. Try guys not to solve 
a problem until you have it. Of course, I understand. You want to be prepared. I was the same way. I mean, when I was learning this stuff, dating advice, I was overly prepared. I had like note cards and stuff. I had all these like note cards and pads and was writing everything down. I, I, I read online, uh, watched online, everything that was available. I did all that and it did not help at all because I was trying to focus way too much on what to do. Let's focus way too much on what to do and having no reference experience while doing it. So you need more reference experience. And so that's what I did. I, I threw out all my note cards that I had. I had all these note cards with pickup lines and stories and all this pickup stuff. And I ended up throwing it all away and going, you know what? I'm just going to go out and start talking to women and just see what happens that I just don't care anymore. And what do you know? I was able to do some things I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do. Try that. All right, we got... What's up, man? Hey, Trip. Everything great here. So, like, I want you to know that... Uh, like, hang on, hang on. Where, you call, where, where, where are you calling in from? Uh, I'm from India. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, I'm around 24 right now. 24. Cool. What's your question? Yeah, my question was that basically how to keep ourselves busy and not kind of like totally be into uh, like dating scene and all right now because during the early 20s, it's very important to build ourselves. So what would you kind of suggest to do? Well, what are you trying to do in terms of building yourself? Oh, yeah, I'm currently doing my master's as well as I'm also doing a part-time job. So, Okay. And how important, how much of a priority is dating for you right now? Uh, it is kind of, but not uh, very much. Like, not one of the first, first priority, which I kind of like emphasize on. So. And you're 24? Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I, you got time. I would say if you're doing your yeah. master's, that's a pretty big deal. For someone like you, you definitely want to focus on that. Do your master's, yep. do your part-time job, save up as much money as you can. And then in, in a couple of years, you can start to get out there. I know that kind of goes against everything I was saying like 30 minutes ago when I gave a whole outline of all these different things you should do. But it's a little bit of an exception for guys who are your PhD, your master's. Like You don't want anything to mess that up. Right. You got time. You can still date after that. But for guys who are not like you, who are not trying to get masters and PhDs and and you're still in school, that's when you can be working on multiple things at yeah. once. For a guy like you, just finish just finish that up. Thank you very much, Trip. And have a great day. I hope that helps. But yeah, if you guys are in school and stuff, that's a different story. You know, you it would be terrible if you got into a relationship. And like you're getting your PhD, your master's, and like you break up with that person. Uh, and then that messes up getting your, it becomes a distraction at that point. I just don't like the excuse of, well, work is really busy right now. Like if you're a man working on your career, work is not ever going to get easier. It's only going to get more busy. Like you're really a successful person. Like work, work only gets more and more and more busy. So that's why you can't ever use that as an, an excuse. But someone said, you said he's 24, so he's got time. What age starts to get too old? I would say, I mean, again, it depends a little bit. Like if you're well into your career, 
doing your thing. You're 24. You can be going out and be doing dating. But you got, it also depends on what your goals are. Like if you want to get married as a man, you don't need to be getting married until you're early to mid thirties. You really don't need to, but what's too old. Yeah. It just kind of depends. I would just say it's really good. If you got all your, your act together and you're in your, you know, mid twenties and you know, you're just kind of on your path with your work and doing your thing. You really want to start dating because what's going to happen is dating is going to, you're going to pick up the skill of approaching. You're going to pick up the skill of your dating profile that you're going to iterate over time so that you can get the dating profile better and better and better. And then you're going to be going on dates. You're going to be learning how to do dates better. Then you're going to be meeting women, dating women. You're going to learn which women you like, which women you want to be with. You're going to learn whether or not you want kids or you do want kids or you want to get married. You don't want to get married. A lot of that is going to come through the process of dating. And that could take some years. So you're working on all that. Good conversation tonight, guys. Riveting, as some may say. Here's a question from Instagram. Hey, Trip, how do you keep conversation interesting in later dates? Oh, bro, it's easy. It's so easy. It's easy because there's so much to get to know about a person. There's so much to get to know about a person. That conversation, I mean, there's just endless amounts to talk about. You know when conversation gets hard. That's when you've been in relationship for like over five, six, seven years. Then that, then you ask that question like, okay, now what do we talk about? We know everything about each other. And then there's a whole different answer to that question. But yeah, there should, there should be really enough to go over. Hope that helps. Yeah, prenup guys, 100%. Here's the thing. Let me, I'll teach you guys something about prenups. Okay. So I'm all for prenups. Prenups are great. A prenup doesn't really do anything for you. A prenup doesn't really do anything for you if you don't have any premarital assets. So that's what a prenup is. It's an agreement before your nuptials, prenuptials, that states, hey, before we get married, I had this, a house, a trust, a business, this much of my bank, blah, 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 blah. You're listing out all these things and then you're categorizing whatever you'd like as a premarital asset. So that way, if anything happens and you guys get divorced down the line and then there's lawyers involved, you can say, well, here's the prenup and you don't get to take this house because this house or this business or this money or this trust was here before as and stated as a premarital asset. So it protects those assets. But if you're just like a dude um, who doesn't have anything, you just like have, you know, I don't know if you get married at like 27, 28, you haven't built up that much wealth. You could do a prenup, but I don't know, not sure what you would put in there. Cause once you get married, what ends up happening is everything starts to become basically co-owned, like the money you make after you're married, 
your investments, if you guys buy a house together, you know, you can't buy a house. You can't say in a prenup, like we might get a house one day. And if we get a house, I'll own the majority of it. I'm not a hundred percent because I'm not a lawyer. You can check with your lawyer, but I don't think you can do that. And that might get thrown out by the judge. Again, this is not me saying don't get a prenuptial agreement. You should do it, but just understand what it is. It's not Hey, we're going to get married and I'm going to protect everything that I end up getting once we're married. It's not it's not usually how it goes. So just understand that before you get into that and then you can talk to a lawyer about what it would look like to protect some of those assets. That's as far as I know. But you know, you can talk to someone who's a professional with that. True or false, it's only men that need to know or learn how to talk to women, not the other way around. The way a man talks is what determines if attraction is going to occur, not the other way around. Well, yeah, well, both parties, both men and women both have their part in attraction. There's reasons why you might swipe left on a woman. There's reasons why you might not want to date a girl after a second date. There's reasons why you might not approach a woman. And all those have to do with whether or not you find them attractive. So that's her part. And then, yeah, your part, you will have to learn how to talk to women. But if a woman doesn't know how to talk to you or she's low IQ and she's not a very interesting person and she's, you know, she's going to have to learn how to do that too. It's just in a different way. Okay. Just like in a different way. Awesome. I'm going to leave this link again here on the screen. We have just officially launched our live training. So if you need help with meeting women in person, if you want to explore joining us in a boot camp where you get to work with a coach in person, learning how to approach women, talk to women, flirt with women, escalate, we teach you that live. We got some coming up. We got one in Vegas, Miami, LA, Austin, another one in Vegas. They're coming up. Go to that site and you can book a call with us and we can chat with you. Pleasure helping you today. I hope it it did. We also have, if you don't like to do live boot camps, we have our virtual program. You get your own one-on-one coach where we help you with approaching and your dating profile, getting you more matches. Guaranteed results. I don't say that lightly. It is guaranteed results. That's at tripadvicecoaching.com. You can book a call with us. Thank you guys. See you next time.